Francisco 49 is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, Stiff Farm going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Gruden, Walgren, Bill Belichick, where all students of Bill Walsh don't ever forget. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the 49 Fearful UK Show. Tonight I'm once again joined by Naji Kara. Hello. Gareth Ellis. Hello. And Neil Jepson. Hi there. Hi fellas. Okay, so tonight I'm going to let you lot talk because I'm still suffering from the weekend. My throat is completely shot. So I don't think I'll be able to talk that much. I do have some points I'd like to make, but I'll, I'll, let, you, I'll let you lot do the analysis of the game. Tell us what you think. Um, I'll start off by saying none of us were anywhere near on the predictions. Um, <laughs> out of all of them, Neil was the closest and he was still a million miles away. <laughs> um, I don't think anybody thought it was going to be that score. In fact, I actually checked on, um, I can't remember what you call the site, but it's only the very second time that uh, scores ended 17-11. The time it's prior to that was again. November the 6th, 1988. Oh, yeah. Oh. So it hasn't ago. happened for a long time. I, I thought, a as soon as I saw the score, I thought, that's an unusual score, that. Yeah, that's I'm going to check that out. Scorigami yeah, for sure. That's it, <laughs> Right, do you want to kick us off, Naji? Let us know what you thought of the game. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, well, uh, where, where do we start? It wasn't pretty, was it? Um, but we got it done. I think I think the main thing that, I, that I'm happy about is that it's second week on the road in Philadelphia, which is not an easy environment to play in. Uh, East Coast, after going to Detroit, you know, beginning of the season, you're not up to scratch, you know, full speed, you know, quite there physically and cardio, I'm guessing. And we scraped a win. I think last year, even with, you know, without the injury or something like that, I think that's a game you, you can easily lose and it has massive repercussion on, on the season. Um, but a win like this, a scraped win, a great defensive win, which I think uh, we're, we're happy about. Um, it, it, you know, this kind of win defines a season. And if we were, or should I say, when we're in the big game, we'll we'll talk again about this kind of games, week two against Philly being maybe the turning of a season. We also came out relatively unscathed in terms of injury. I know we, we, we lost a bunch of running backs, but I think, um, I think Elijah Mitchell and Sermon have a chance to play this week. So... Um, we can talk about that later. I think AST is, is going to be gone for a while, but uh, you know the, the Eagles did lose two players, which I think ultimately has helped us a lot win that game. But yeah, it wasn't pretty, but it's also sometimes you just have to win. Uh, I remember 2019, like the game like Washington when it was like pouring down and we won nine zip, I think, or something. So it was not a pretty game, but that's the kind of thing you have to do sometimes to get to the big game. Um, and then we can get into more details. But Neil, what did you think of the game? Stressful, of course. Speaking, speaking of that Washington game, that was the last time we were in San Francisco because the weather was glorious out there and it had been <laughs> chucking it down with rain in Washington. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was quite a... Because being around the bay, because we were down in Fisherman's Wharf trying to find somewhere to watch it and it was just really, really, really warm. <laughs> yeah. And you just hear it's just a bore fest in the rain. But um, yeah. I think Bosa had a big day that day, and I think he he backed it up this week as well, because I think he's almost 
he's 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 on that trip again of getting himself back to where he was. I think he was immense. I think he was a big part of why we, in the end, got 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 them clamped down. I think it was a case of initially we. It was a real strange one to start with. Jimmy sort of deer in headlights again, wasn't he? Couldn't um, get his passes in the right areas. He overthrew a couple. But in the end, it, it, you know, as you say, it, it does take its professional sport. You know, these guys do work at things, but the opposition aren't going to make it easy for you. And their front like their front made it very, very tricky yeah. for us to run the ball to start with. So it forced Jimmy into sort of throwing the ball and it, it threw us out a little bit. But we got there. We got there. It was, it was, a, it was a slugfest. It wasn't good watching, but we got it done. As Nettie said, it was well worth taking it. The two road trips coming out two and I were relatively unscathed. It's good for me. Gareth, what did you think overall as a team? Happy? Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I I like that sort of win. I think it's a yeah. it's a confidence builder. I'd say it was yeah, it was scraped, but it was well deserved. Mm-hmm. Uh, on balance, maybe some of the stats don't necessarily support it. I think they they had more yards than us and and a few other things, but we had the time of possession. We, we controlled that, and that's always going to put you in a, in a good position to win the game. Um, I think a, a tale of two jimmies, one on each side of the ball. Uh, I, I've seen, I'm going to just come out with a really unpopular opinion. Jimmy G won us that game. There's going to be a bit of silence there. but No, no, I I, I, I mean, I kind of not, not agree, but I, I don't disagree either. I think he played really well. I think that there's there's two two ways I look at that. If we'd lost, it would have undoubtedly been Jimmy G's fault. Mm-hmm. Um, if that had been a Super Bowl, Jimmy G would undoubtedly have been the MVP. I know it always goes to the uh, to the quarterback, but he got the job <laughs> got the job done. Um, those early series, I don't care what quarterback you are, you, you're not doing anything when your offensive line may as well not be there. Which is that what it those first yeah. few. Series. You know, Fletcher Cox, Cox and, and Brandon Graham are in his face half a second after he snapped the ball. No one's no one's getting that away. But what Jimmy didn't do is fumble it and he didn't throw an interception. He wasn't yep. completing the passes, but he wasn't doing that stupid stuff. He just he stayed calm and he got the job done. Now, a lot of that is obviously Kyle working away round what was an incredibly impressive defence, I thought, from from the Eagles. Um, you can see why they, they kept the uh, the Falcons down to six points. Um, but he got the job done and he did it in an un, unhurried, unflustered fashion. Um, and I think that's that's something that is underrated about, about Jimmy. You, know, you might not have the arm, you may not have the decision-making, but he's got a good temperament and he's a good leader. And that's the sort of one where he dug that that win out for us. So, so do we do we think that that Eagles defense is going to be a top ten defense this year? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. Even top five, I think, if they keep playing like this. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that's why it's a good win. If anybody yeah. thinks we did not come up against a very good defense, they're absolutely deluded. Yeah, this yeah. is what I mean, we talked about in the preview show. That D line is absolutely the, excellent. Yeah, the fact that they've lost Brandon Graham is is, ma- is a massive blow for them. Um, yeah. because he's probably maybe their best player with Fletcher Cox. You know, they complement each other really, really well. But it, it's akin to us losing Bosa a year ago. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, with your so. halftime sort of 
alcohol-induced speech, Lee, on, on Facebook Live. It was a case of how the <laughs> hell are we in front at half-time? Yeah. 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 But, yeah, pretty much. No, you, you go ahead, Lee, because I know you're okay, going to so, say. So you. I've, got, I've got a few points, and I'm <laughs> going to do the thing that I absolutely hate everybody do. I'm going to complain about the officials. So okay. going back to what Gareth said about that very first play, it helps when the officials are not throwing the flag for a blatant offside. I have rewatched that, slowed it down, and I don't know who it was that came through and made the stop, but he was a yard offside with his foot planted by the time the ball actually moved. Yeah. He, yeah, he was blatantly yeah, offside. And Alex Mack knew this and turned straight around to the official and said, where's the flag? Yeah. And we didn't get it. And those are the breaks. But because it was such a huge move on the very first play of that game, that's a huge morale boost to their defence. And it does yeah. take time to come back to such a, uh, come back from such a player like that. So I think that didn't help us. Then we had some pretty good big, uh, big players of our own with um, Josh Norman. And I think both of the pass interference, um, oh, yeah, I think it was one pass interference, one holding call. I thought they were both BS calls, to be honest. I thought yeah. they were very, very soft. Maybe he's, every other officiating crew would never have ever call them. So I think we were very unlucky there. And I think the uh, the late hit out of bounds, that, that that's terrible, that. Because yeah, but that, he, one, that one is 100%. Every yeah, ref will but, throw the flag on that. But, you know, he, he was like an inch. I mean, Jimmy Ward had to do something to get him out. I mean, I know you've already yeah. said he should have stood up and uh, do it. Yeah, just st stay standing up. That's, that's all you have to do. But you need to make sure you get him out as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those, those are the four the four main officiating calls that I, weren't ha I wasn't happy with. So, Lee, the call you, you're calling on Norman then, do you not think if it was the other way around and someone had their hands on Ayuk's hips to spin him round, you wouldn't have been, you'd, you'd have been unhappy if it uh, had I, I think the I think the wide receiver sold that. I think it wasn't so much he was getting spun round. He felt some, um, he, he felt presence and he spun himself round. Well, isn't I, I that part of their job? Uh, oh, yeah. It, it, it is, is, but we complain about in the Premier League when a forward dives. It's exactly the same as doing that. 100%. It is, yeah, it is. He, he saw it. But so. you live by the sword, you die by the sword. You, you do. That's but right. It, it was annoying because, to, to me, it wasn't enough contact to be classed as holding. I, I think he saw it well. So that, that was disappointing. Now, the, the last officiating call I want to make, I, I want to talk about, it, it, was, it was the right call, but to me it was the wrong person. So this was the hit to the helmet on Sermon, which I think was absolutely disgusting. Oof, and I'm not yeah. talking about Kayvon Wallace. He was the one that was, he was the player that lowered his helmet and initiated contact. I'm talking about Anthony Harris, who hit him before Kayvon Wallace did. And he led with his elbow, aimed for his head, and tried to knock his head off with his elbow. And to me, that was an absolutely disgusting play. I hope the NFL pick this up. I hope they find him. In fact, I actually hope they suspend him. If you go back and rewatch that play, it's not, it's not that final hit to the head, helmet to helmet. Watch what Anthony before, Harris though. does with his elbow and he smacks him in the side of the head. And that's what twists his head round as he's going down. Then it was the helmet to helmet initiated contact. And he got and a triple whammy, didn't he? Because he he, did. he, then he smashed his head on the floor as well. Correct. Yeah, yeah that was yeah, that was opening. I, I, I really hope the NFL look at that and look at what Anthony Harris did because to me that was disgusting. Kayvon Wallace almost has a has a pass on that player because if it wasn't for Anthony Harris knocking his head with his elbow, Trey Sermon's head wouldn't have been that low. Yeah. yeah. Therefore, Kayvon Wallace would have hit him with his shoulder underneath. Yeah. So that, that's why I think they've got the wrong player on that. 
I mean, by rule, they've got the right player, but they've obviously missed the elbow, and I really hope they do that. So, the other stuff I've got, um, actually, I think I've only got the one more. So, let me see, let me see. Diomedolino. Yeah. So, to me, we've got to talk about it. Diomedolino was excellent. I thought he was lights out. Now, people's going to turn around and say, well, hang on here. He had that touchdown that was nullified uh, because the guy went out of bounds in the legal touching. He didn't get burned on that. He could actually see what that guy did. He now, pushed him out, though. He didn't push he him out. Le- well, he lent him he, in to he make him out. step out. Yeah. He well, that's, him. That's, that's, what you, that's what you get told as a, yeah. as a cornerback to do. Yeah. It's goal yeah. stacking. Now, yeah. hopefully, what Shanahan will do is will say to him, good spot on him stop, uh, stepping out of bounds, but next time finish that play regardless. Regardless yeah. if you think there's a penalty coming, finish that play. But that's why he pulled up. He pulled up and that's why the touchdown happened. The other one, where he was burned for something like 80 yards, 70, 80 yards, if you watch that play again, he lost his footing. Mm. He lost his footing and that's the only reason the wide receiver got away from him. Otherwise, he'd have been on his back. He wouldn't have had the space to make that catch. And everything else, all day long, he was excellent. He is going to be a star for us. Yeah, I 100% 100 agree. I was going to talk about Demo because... If, if you take the, the 91 yard away, which, as you said, he loses footing and, you know, it just it happens. <laughs> the other player on the other side are also very good and sometimes he's going to lose. It's it's not the end of the world. It doesn't mean you're a bad cornerback. You know, Sherman wasn't 0% completion and, this, you know, that's not how it works. Sometimes the guy just wins. Maybe it's luck, maybe it's skill. But apart from that player, you take that away, I think he's, he's still extremely low completion rate or yardage rate and he's always on the guy and as you said I do, the touchdown on Jalen Rager the, the, it's textbook cornerback you stack the guy and you push him out of bounds that's what you do you give him as little room as possible while trying to turn your head and 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 you know and look for the ball and play the play the ball when the ball is there and it's just because receivers are told to stack you the other way to make room and it's it's a technique and it's very hard to do to run and leaning against somebody without leaning, knowing where they are, looking for the ball. It's its its a whole skill thing. And that's what cornerbacks get paid a lot of money uh, because the good ones can do it really well. So um, with that in yeah, mind, Naji, can I just ask you, with if yeah. he hasn't turned around and looked at the ball last minute, does that get flagged as a penalty? No, 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 no. You can, as long as you're not intruding, uh, you know, impeding the, the route on the couch, you're fine. You can just, you know, you're allowed to, to, to run and play. So, so it was almost like they were they were holding hands all the way down the sideline. So he knew the back of his hand. He knew exactly where his hand yeah. was, trying to keep it low down. So that's, that's not exactly what you that. do. You, it, I can't remember how they call it, but it, you you basically align yourself with their hand, trying to get the same speed. So your hand is basically with his at all time. Mm-hmm. So you know where it is without needing to look at him. That's why. Right, okay. That's why you do. Um, so then you can, and, and as soon as you, you you feel the hand go up, it means the ball is coming. Yeah. So that's when you start turning your head around and looking for okay. it. Cool. It's extremely difficult. Mm-hmm. I can't even stress. I am terrible at it. And that's why I played safety most of my career rather than cornerback. Um, uh, so, yeah, no, I mean, Demo, Demo, if he carries on like this and I don't want to, you know, put put the card before the the horse or whatever, whatever you need to pull it. Um, if he carries on like this, he's going to be very good for us. And I hope he, he gets better and better because... He's going to be something special. The fourth down stop was incredible. Um, mm. You know, for the for the first. Jimmy uh, Ward did great for that, though, didn't he? 
coming across and cutting him out. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that must have killed uh, you, Naji. That uh, must have killed uh, no, you. Uh, the thing is, I think, I think the reason why I don't like Jimmy is because he does show sometimes that he can be an excellent player. And some other time, I just I shake my head and say, "Where were you? What what's going on here?" Um, and then this plays like this the the two point conversion. If you look at him, he's got a clear shot at Sanders, and Fred is making way for him, and he just just doesn't do it. it it's not even like he can't get there or he's not trying to. It just doesn't it just doesn't get there, and he could have made that tackle easily. So I'm biased. I've never liked him, and I think now. All that pops in my eyes is the bad player, not not a good one. I, I do agree with the big completion he broke down was good, but as I said in the group, I think a good safety picks that every hundred percent of the time um, instead of an incompletion. Let's not talk about Jimmy because I think it was a good defensive win. Gareth, do you think our defense back to uh, good old levels? Yeah, uh, obviously other. I think both had two sacks, but that. That was it. I think we, you know, we got the the pressure, and I think that was good with with only the sort of three and four man because we seemed to be dropping back into into coverage. Um, and there was a there was a few safety blitz this week I've seen, uh, which we, we are, didn't last week. So with the, I think they're 180 yards, 177 yards passing, and 91 of those were on one play. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Obviously, it opens up a, a little bit for the mobile quarterback to run, but you, you're going to get that. Um, and they um, they got kept down to two scores, which was one of my uh, predictions. So that's one ticked off, uh, one <laughs> ticked off to two scores or less. Um, yeah, I think I think the defense was uh, was there, was up for that game, um, and can't wait to see them um, get to grips with Aaron Rodgers on the on the wee hours of Monday morning. Yeah, Neil, what did you think? Yeah, I was, the second half, I thought it was really good. I thought we we bracketed them down. We stopped them doing anything that they were doing. As I say, for me, Jimmy we had, he, Jimmy Ward, had, he had six tackles with a break-up. Um, and I, I think he played the way we want him to play. And Obviously, for you, he's, it's a little bit of a poison chalice, if you, might, if you will. But I think they all <laughs> stepped up. I really do. I think. They, and speaking of Lenore, I think he was great. I really do, and it'll give us a bit of a, a a headache when, you know, especially when Kirkpatrick's had another week to look at the schemes and see if he can fit in. I think he's more the speed man, so he's potentially been brought in to cover the deep deep ball. Whereas I think Lenore is more the 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 coverage guy. But um, we'll see. I think I think it gives us a, a a good headache rather than a bad one for once, which is always a bonus. Yeah, Two weeks true. in, and Lenore is our top corner. Yeah, oh, well, yeah, yeah. Right now, I think there's no doubt about it. With Mosley not practicing and not being, yeah, it's it's a no-brainer. Though, I think. Yeah. So, uh, what do you do then? Do you bring? Would you leave Norman the other side, or would you? Bring yeah, Kirk I mean, Patrick you know, I, I think Norman has had a good game, considering you know Gareth just said it, 177 yards and 91 of those are on one play, so. It's, it's essentially 80 yards, 80 yard game. You know, Jalen Hurst was 12 or 23. That's 50% completion. Um, that that's very good. And I think Norman played well. If if it's not for the free free flag he got on him, which, as Lee said, two of them are maybe questionable. 
I think I think we look at this. I think you know he was he was just showed it's his first game in a while. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's what I was going to say. I think for first game back, I don't know when was the last time he was suited up and played fully and practiced. You know. Uh, so would you team. see would you see Lenore settling into the slot corner then rather than being out wide? No, 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 because Kwan Williams is still playing the slot and he's he's quietly playing great as as per usual because Zach Hurts and Dallas Goddard didn't do anything this game. Um, so no, no, I think you know Kwan is, is still our slot corner and I think Lenore playing on the outside and then with Norman and Kirkpatrick and and whoever else um, maybe Moin Mosley is definitely fit. Uh, we can rotate those guys when they get tired because um, mm-hmm. that's the best thing you want to do, right? Yeah. So should we talk, should we talk offense? I think, I mean, I w- just wanted to touch quickly on Fred. I think you heard me a uh, much more decisive game this week. Yeah. Uh, just kind of all pro level, I think. Yeah. He was I think, excellent. I think he's, uh, he's seeing of what's going on and in being able to, to switch plays around and move, move them around. It's yeah. top level. It really is top level. And he was flying around at the backfield. He really was. Yeah, I agree. So I think the one thing I would say about the the offense is um, Debo Samuel. He's just different gravy. Oh, he's, yeah. He's, he's not excellent. from the planet, is he? No. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see him being an all-pro this season if he continues going the way he is. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, yeah, I mean, what can you say? He was He was just excellent. Just picked up basically where... Where he left off last week, you know, because if it's not for the fumble, I think we all agree that he's the MVP of that game. Yeah. And then, you know, this week we we had three drives that went nowhere in, in the first half until the last one, and then he was all over it. So um, yeah, I mean, let's just let's just fingers crossed and everything crossed and he can stay healthy because mm. God, he gets hit a lot. Um, Interesting know. that they only targeted George twice. Yeah, um, but I think that was a design. Uh, their defense just took took him away. Um, I'll have to go back and watch like the the all twenty two, but I can almost guarantee he was double teamed pretty much all yeah. the time. I think it was picked up on commentary. There was a one specific play where it was a bit like the game last season when George just pancaked the guy in the end zone, oh, and he gets up laughing. He, it was a fabulous block, and he's oh. on top of the guy, and he just gets off rolling off laughing. It's hilarious. To see yeah. him having so much fun, it's. I think that as the guys say on the broadcast at the time, I think that's why it makes him the best tight end in the game because he doesn't care if he gets two catches for whatever he got. What was it? Uh, two catches. I can't even find him. Where is he? Yards, maybe. Receiving. Josh Kill four catches for 17 yards. Uh, I mean, that's that's not a lot um, no. but he's happy to do it he doesn't care if he can did pancake hear, people did left you hear and right uh, earlier on today there was uh, Juwan Jennings his, his touchdown ball that, yeah. that they thought he'd lost it but Jimmy yeah. had it uh, George had it didn't he George had it yeah, yeah. I mean yeah, this, this is the kind of team we have you know they all we all look after each other and I think it starts from that kind of mentality where you know blocking isn't about you is it yeah it's fun to pancake somebody to the ground and bury them but you don't do it for you you do it for the guy behind you yeah. So they can carry the ball to the end zone. So uh, I, th- I think it stems from there. And, you know, having people like Juszczyk would so uncertain. And I know he goes to every pro ball, but it it just, it's hard work. Like you don't see his blocks and, you know, moving people away from where the play is actually going with fakes and stuff like that, which is ungrateful work. But thank God we got these two guys for sure. 
Well, without them, the team goes nowhere, do they? Yeah, to- totally different offenses without these two guys. Mm-hmm. They're essential for us, uh, yeah. 100%. So speaking of John and Jennings, what do we think? First touchdown, or, you know? Completely. Mm-hmm. Unmo- he, was, he, he had <laughs> no one anywhere near him because I think no, they'd brilliant. all zoned in on Kittle. He'd gone inside and took everyone away. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, I just wanted to talk about that play because, you know, Gareth, you say Jimmy's won this that game and Jimmy's the MVP, but I think think to me it's Kyle. And uh, I talked about it during the preview, what Kyle can do to opposing um, coordinators when they're brand new and they don't know what they're doing. And that's exactly the kind of thing that I was thinking about. He just keeps people open, and he just he puts us he puts us back into the game by you know throwing a lot of screens and throwing really quick passes. That that's the way you notify a good D line. Um, yeah. And I think without a good coach, that we we don't lose our game. Well, we don't win that game. Sorry. So yeah, um, that's why I wanted to talk about Jovan Jennings. Congrats, Jovan, for your first touchdown. It was a nice, easy, probably the easiest touchdown you'll ever score. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, what a masterpiece by by Kyle. Uh, you know, fr- you you go three drives, it goes nowhere, and then you change your your game plan and 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 you drive downfield and, and you got the half seven three, which is we were all kind of gobsmacked. Um, how, yeah. how many how many of the faithful do you think were screaming about making sure that we saw? Um, the dual threat from the quarterbacks this week when we were mm. first three plays in and uh, three drives in, you're thinking, oh dear, are we going to get him in or not? I, I don't know. I surprised just... everybody that. I'm not. I'm not surprised at all. Um, Gareth, you know, Trazer boy, did you, surprised you didn't see him in a game at all? No, I think that's that's exactly why he's he's not starting. That's a, it was a game for a cool head uh, and experience. Um, and I think Shanahan trusts his scheme. He trusts his, his his players, regardless of what you you might hear. And he's like, okay, defense is getting the better of us. I'll I'll work a work a way around this. Um, no one panic. Um, we'll we'll get there as they did. Two ninety yard drives it doesn't happen by um, by mistake against a, a very good defense. So yeah, I uh, I was a bit surprised. Perhaps he didn't come in for for even one play. Um, potentially even one of those, uh, uh, you know, third and short or something, where you could just put him on the field and say, stand there and keep out of the way and just give somebody something to to, to worry about on the defensive side of the ball. But I, I don't think it was the game to bring a, a rookie uh, quarterback into. So, um, yeah, happy happy to save him for um, for some other games further down the line. I think to me, after they in a group, somebody asked about it. Uh, to me, it's it's the biggest tell uh, that shows me he's not ready to play. Because mm-hmm. why would you put somebody so inexperienced uh, against that kind of defense? Um, yeah. Odds are against you. And in a tight game, uh, you know, even a 17 to 3, which is still a two score game, why would you risk having your rookie QB start questioning himself and being doubtful and you know that's not what you want to do um you want him you want to put him in the best situation because you can you you know again if we were the jaguars if we were the jets jimmy wouldn't be here it would be trey all the way no matter what the result no matter what happens no you know even if you know, people are talking about zach wilson throwing four picks it doesn't matter it's the jets he's learning 
you know, is, is, that's the only thing that matters for the Jets right now is that Zach Wilson becomes a better player as soon as possible. And that, but that happens by taking red. But we're not in that situation. We need to win games. And you can't put Trey in thinking, oh, m- maybe we can script this one if Trey's in. Especially when Jimmy is so cool and can just keep running sneak after sneak to get first downs. Like, it's not that easy to do. It looks easy, but it's not. Sometimes um, you don't have to get on the field to have that as a learning experience. Absolutely. So has been to that atmosphere. Um, and I guess he's still hearing the play calls and he's still yeah. running through them in his own mind um, and, and will understand why Shanahan is picking certain plays uh, and understand it when they, they sit down and go through the, uh, through the game tape. Um, so it's, it's an incredibly useful learning experience for him to sit there with his iPad and watch the game and, and listen to the play calls and play through it in, in his own mind without having to be out there facing those, uh, you know, monstrous defensive line guys who are going to, yeah. everyone's going to look to flatten the rookie quarterback. They've always got a target on them. So best keep him out and um, save him for, yeah, save him for something yeah. a little more uh, where he can space. sell. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. So um, absolutely. quick question, Neil, do you, are you worried about um, rushing attack now that we seem to, well, obviously didn't work on Sunday and we seem to have picked up a lot of injuries. So. I was going to say, we've picked up uh, Jake Patrick, is it, off the Bengals practice squad today? Mm-hmm. I think uh, looking at the size of him, he, he's a big unit. And I think, I think that's, I might, don't quote me, I think it was 6'3", 237 or something like that. Ooh. So he's a he's a big weapon. So, he's a big boy. You know, we also signed Carrion Johnson, the um, old uh, Detroit guy uh, last week. So, so. we're probably, <laughs> if everyone's healthy, we're going to have to cut a few. But it could be, it, I think, if, because we're so strong and, and, Coach, he he designs plays to get people in and out, so he's he's quite happy to put next guy in, next guy in, next guy in. I think he's very very. This would be the type of team you want to be a running back in because you're gonna yeah. get you're gonna get snaps. He's gonna yeah. design plays very very easy. You just follow the holes, just go for the yeah. gaps. That, that way, and, that's, and it's schemed <laughs> great for the running back. You know, and it's it's. I don't see it as a problem at the moment. It'll be interesting to see how long is the concussion protocol. Ten days, or is it two weeks? I it's don't know. Uh, it's it's day to day. You get tested. Uh, I think pretty much every day to see if your uh, if your bruises come down and if you have symptoms or not. Um, I have to say it was very it's very sad. It was a good run though. It looked it, it looked explosive. I was, I was and I thought, so where have you been? And then and then whack, and it was like oh. Yeah. yeah, it was a bit yeah. disappointing because I think it took away from the fact that his first carry was was an absolute belter. He went right through 100 miles an hour and it, it just was horrible to see it. Yeah, I was going to ask Lee about it because we I think we're both on a Trey Sermon train. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think yeah, he'll be a, a great run. weapon. He, he great did weapon. look good on that run and it was just unfortunate the way it uh, ended. Mm. Yeah. I was just, I was stood up off my couch. Yeah, let's go, Trey. And then I was yeah. like, oh, come on. Did um, you, in it, your initial thought, did you think, oh, fumble? Or did you really think, oh, that's a I thought fumble. I thought oh. fumble. And then I saw the replay. And I actually wasn't aware of the rule that mm. it didn't matter because it's, because the fumble, because it's, it happens after loss of possession, after after the fumble. So mm. in football, 
when the foul happens is very important. So if the, if the ball is already on the ground, then it, it doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, that, I think there might be new rule um, to even put more emphasis on you know health and people. So um, so defense still don't win when they do something bad and create a fumble. Um, mm. But Good yeah, no, I, I thought fumble at first, and I couldn't believe it. I, it was, mm. uh, but he walked out, which um, he didn't look super happy on the ground there. I think he might have no. even blacked out for a minute, I would imagine. The thing is, as well, the coaches are always you know, advised, keep them still. So it looks oh, worse. Yeah. You know, so they, yeah. And then, then it's, it's it's probably underneath, he's probably saying, just let me get out and say, just relax, it's fine. Yeah. Take you're your good. time, make sure yeah. you're fine. Well, especially <laughs> with head trauma, you can't mm. mess about with that. Head, head yeah. and neck trauma. But yeah, good. If it, if it goes on like this for a few weeks, you might get a game, Nagy. Well, I, I I definitely will reject that offer. I value my life, and <laughs> I would like to come back in in one piece. Just and very quickly, no then how make... how good was yeah. the punter? Yeah, I, that's another thing I was going to talk to Lee because he's been he's <laughs> I think which helps me is is Jimmy Ward, and uh, I think he had a pretty good game. He did. He, he did, did his yeah. job. Yeah, yeah, he did do his job. Yeah. He's looking better than what he did at the end of uh, last season, where his punts were fairly average, to be honest. Do you know what that is? Though? It's because he's wearing my number. You think? Yeah, mm. he's wearing my number. Oh, so I'll give you that one. He, he's getting better because of that. Yeah. All right, guys, <laughs> we've run out of time. Um, thank you for joining me tonight. Thank you, Neil. That was Pleasure. absolutely fantastic, man. Thanks, Neil. Pleasure. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you for having me. A huge thank you this week to everyone that listens to the show. We actually passed 10,000 downloads on the preview oh, wow. show. Um, so please remember to subscribe and rate us on iTunes. Also check out our YouTube channel by searching for 49 Faithful UK. Until next time, stay safe and go Niners. Go Niners. Walgren, Bill Belichick were all students of Bill Walsh, don't ever forget.